Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, and this is um, Friday morning, June 25th. So glad to have you along with me today. If you're new, a special welcome to you. I hope that you will join our community every day because we believe that being getting in the Word of God and praying every day, it does something internally. It refocuses us. It builds us up. It makes us adequate. It makes us strong. And that's what we need to be. God, God doesn't want us to be a bunch of uh, failing Christians. He wants us to be victorious and successful and walking in the power of His Holy Spirit. And it's possible. It's possible. Many people think it's not, but it is. And so we want to walk in that victory and power today. And that's why we get in the Word of God to do that. All right. Say, I was, I don't know, I had a, you know, last night in my daily reading, I came across, I mean, as I read before I go to bed each night, my chapter for the night was 1 Corinthians 13. You're familiar with this chapter. Maybe the most popular chapter, the most well-known chapter in, in the Bible, often read at weddings, but it's more than just for a husband and wife. It's for all of us. Paul talks about, it's called the love chapter. A friend of mine that often is on this uh, live stream, uh, he, his testimony he picked me up hitchhiking years ago, and he'd had a breakup with a girlfriend. He asked me uh, if I knew where he'd heard of this chapter in the Bible about love. I read it to him. We sat there and talked about it for two hours, and he came to Christ that night. What a great story that is. It's in my book, by the way, Taken to Their Turf. Anyway, 1 Corinthians 13. Brothers and sisters, if I speak with the tongues of men and angels but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. What a nuisance that would be. A noisy gong, a clanging cymbal, Ugh. what a nuisance. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but I do not have love, I'm nothing. Can you imagine that? You have the faith to move mountains, but you don't have love. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. He goes on to describe love as we know. He gives uh, four verses of specific descriptions of love. I don't want, I'm not going to go into that this morning. But he ends the chapter, says this, But now faith, hope, and love abide, these three. But the greatest of these is love. I've titled today's message, What the World We Have What the World Needs. And I'm reminded of a song from many years ago, What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love. Very popular song uh, many, many years ago. Still true, isn't it? Now, brothers and sisters, what I want to say is we have what the world needs. If the world needed love back then, it needs it far more now. People uh, in ministry, in our college ministry, the number of people we see who are, we just say, broken. Uh, damaged, hurt as our society, things that don't make the news. What makes the news are dramatic events, such as the, the terrible collapse of the uh, building in Miami yesterday. That's the type of stuff that makes the news. But what affects most of us, most you and me, unless you knew someone who's in that building, what affects us are hurt relationships, unforgiveness, 
people who are rude and mean, people cancel one another, family relationships that break down, children that grow up unloved, uncared for, children who go astray, children who become bitter, adults who become bitter. These are the things that are tearing apart our culture, tearing apart a society, tearing apart lives at, at the very foundation. And what the world needs, really what the world needs is love, sweet love. I've shared the story before as we talk about this concept, this idea of racial reconciliation, racial division. And there's so much talk about race. A number of years ago in, in our church, uh, we, we, had, we brought in a, and, and hired a, a black pastor to be part of our church. And we had some black people in our church, it seemed like, but we wanted more and we saw the need to do that. And so uh, our church decided to hire a black, a, an assistant a black pastor. And one thing he did was help us talk about sensitivity and understanding um, what, what make our church more um, accessible to black people or make them more comfortable. And uh, it was all stuff I'd never thought of before, never heard of before, related to the music, who's on stage, the food we eat, the snacks we have, all kinds of things. And to be honest, it didn't sit real well with me. I'm, I was okay with it, but I thought it seemed to me superficial, all these things. That night I went to our student group, which I was leading, about 90, 100 students were in it. And for the first time ever, I counted our demographic. I'd never done it before. I counted our demographic. And I discovered almost 50%, about 45% of our group was minority, black, Hispanic, or Asian. And we'd never, we, 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 we'd never made an issue of race. We'd never made an issue of it. And I asked people after, afterwards, I asked some of the minority people, I said, I told them about our day's meeting and talked about being sensitive and I asked, why are you here? And, uh, you know, I'm a white leader and so on. And they simply said, well, there's love here. People accept us here. Uh, it's not an issue about race. It's an issue about Christ. That's what draws us together. Brothers and sisters, that we have what the world needs. What the world needs is that we love one another. Now, maybe practically speaking, you love them by serving them food they, li they would like or playing music they would someone would like. That's fine. But let's not be superficial. Let's get to the heart of the issue. What people need in our day-to-day -day is Christian love. And we have it. Christian love. And we have it. Loving people as, uh, deep in their, loving people for who they are. Loving people for who we see they could be in Christ. Loving people because Christ loved people. And that's why we love them. I remember many years ago... As a young Christian, I was sitting at a stoplight, and someone walked by in front. Someone walked across the road in front of me as I was sitting there at the light, and they didn't look very attractive. And I had some uh, un, uh, uncharitable thoughts towards them. And it was like God spoke to me and slapped me upside the head right then, right there in that car. And He said to me two things, Tom. If I can love that person, why can't you love that person? Oh, that was, a, that was a heavy thing to say. That Almighty God had the capacity to love someone that I felt too high and mighty to love. Boy, that was convicting. That was challenging. That, was, that, that broke me. And then it's like God said another thing. Tom, 
if I can love you, <laughs> why can't you love everybody else? I was aware of my faults. I was aware that I wasn't, you know, all that attractive either. And if God can love me, if God can love me, why can't I love others? If God can love those people, why can't I? Who do I think I am that I can't love them? Brothers and sisters, what the world needs is what we have. We have the love of God. We have the capacity, the ability to love people the way God does. Philippians 1, Paul says, I love you with the affection of Christ, he said to the Philippians. You have the capacity to love people with the very affection and the very love of God. We're like a straw. God's like the drink. He just flows through us. We're not, we're not the source. He flows through us. And, he, and his love can flow through us. We're a channel, we're a straw, whatever we want to be. His love flows through us to a needy, needy, needy world. And the world is needy now more than ever. Brothers and sisters, we have, we have what the world needs. We have Christian love. Let's be good at it. In our world today, we are concerned about truth. I know. I know I am. We're concerned about the deception that has fallen upon our whole culture, our whole world. It seems like the world's almost gone mad with the things they believe about the, the, the lies they've accepted, the deception. I think of Paul. You know, Paul was a Pharisee. Pharisees were deeply concerned about the truth. That's why Paul persecuted the church. He thought they were a cult. He was deeply, deeply concerned about the truths of God. But this Pharisee continued to be believe in the truth. As a matter of fact, much of the doctrine we have, we've gotten from the Apostle Paul, have we not? And yet Paul, in all of his letters, would write and emphasize the importance of love. If I speak with the tongue of men and angels, but have not love, it profits me nothing. I'm nothing, so forth. So today, let's love as Christ loved. Let's be a channel of his love. Let's be a channel. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. And indeed, how true that is, more true than when that song came out. And it gets back to the scriptures Paul wrote, God gave us 2,000 years ago. Now abide faith, hope, and love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. The greatest is love. Let's you and I be agents of the love of God into our world. Amen? Amen. Father in heaven. We thank you for the great love of God. This is an un, it's, a, it's like a reservoir. It's like an ocean, like an ocean that, could, that is filled and it could never be emptied. Lord, there is no limit to your love. There is, there is no end to it. You are a great, great, great God, great, awesome. You're a great creator, great power, mighty. Not, but, but we think of how Scripture says that your love let us love one another, for God is love, and love is from God. Father, we know that this is something the world deeply craves. They seek it in romance and sex. They want it in a movie. They, 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 they seek it online. They seek it anywhere they can. And so often, Father, what the world accepts of love is phony. It's cheap. It's an imitation. It's not real. We thank you that we have the capacity to love people as Christ loved them. Jesus, how we pray today 
that you would make us channels only, channels of your love, your grace, your mercy, your truth, channels of your goodness, your joy, channels of who you are to a lost, needy world. Father, help us to see through the facades and masks that people are wearing. Help us to understand the hurt and pain so many people are having. Lord, so many people who are lashing out at us or trying to cancel us or angry at us or the things they may insult us. So often, Lord, help us to realize it comes from a place of deep pain, perhaps even envy that we have what they really want and they don't know how to get it. Help us, Lord, not to take insults personally. Help us, Lord, to love even our enemies and our persecutors. Help us, Father, to be people who, who bring your love and your truth, speaking the truth in love. We confess today, we confess today that greater love is no man than this, and he laid down his life for his friends. We confess today the greatest act of love ever was when the Son of God, our Lord Jesus Christ, you gave your life for our sins. We confess today that the greatest need in our world really is for people to be reconciled to you, to be receiving your love, your forgiveness, your grace, your mercy that is abundantly given to us through Jesus Christ and was made available to us through the cross of Christ. Help us today, Father, to tell this to the world, to, to look for opportunities, to give hope to people who are hopeless, to give hope that life, that, that there is a God, and there's a God who loves, and there's a God who forgives. Help us, Lord. So many don't know this. They don't know there's a God who loves and a God who forgives. And I pray that today, Lord, this redeeming love, this story of redemption, this story of the love of God would be our song, would be our theme until we die. Help us, Lord, to bring this good news to our world. Let us not be shy about it. Let us not be ashamed of it. Let us not be intimidated. Let us not be quiet. Lord, let it just spill over. Give us ways. Lord, let, let the love of God just spill through our lives. Again, you're, you're the source. We're just the channel or the straw. Overflow through us today. Flow through us. We invite you. We give you our freshness, Lord, our mouths, our eyes, our ears, our hands, every bit of our body. We give it to you. We say, oh, Holy Spirit, flow through us today like that living water, like that living water you said will, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Flow through us to a needy world today, we ask. We're available. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen, and amen. Folks, you have what the world needs. And you know what? There's another song I often would sing. I've got something that the world can't give and the world can't take it away. The world didn't give us the love of God. That, the love we have comes from God. Don't let the world take it away. There's so much rancor and bitterness and hatred and division out there. The world didn't give us the love of God. Don't let the world take it away from you. Arise above, shine brightly, overcome evil with good. Amen? Amen. You have a great day. Again, if you're new, make sure you subscribe, hit the notify button, uh, like this video, and share with your friends. And we'll see you tomorrow morning where we'll continue our daily word and prayer. I look forward to seeing you then. God bless you. Have a great day. Let the love of God flow through you to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye-bye.